Hey folks and welcome to another episode of the Mountain Bikes Apart podcast. This is the show about equipment, the trail guides and everything in between. And I'm Colin Gray, your normal host, joined by Tom Bell. As always, how are you doing Tom? Hi Colin, yeah good thank you. How's things with you? It's not bad at all, not bad at all. Uh, back for another episode. Still continuing on with our listener questions themes. We've got another great question this week. One from uh, Michael Jansen, actually, this time about uh, getting back in shape. Actually, we've had some of them. We had a, a kind of similar one um, a few months back. But actually, there's a good, some good detail in here. So I'm looking forward to getting into that from Michael. Um, but first, let's have a wee update on what you're up to right now. We talked last time around about your last month or so, because we hadn't caught up in a while, had we? Yeah, uh, we haven't. Yeah, but uh, what was interesting now was just, uh, what are you, what's coming up in the next couple of months? So we're we're at the end of June just now, uh, mid-season, height of the season for you, I suppose. What's, um, what's the next month got in store for you right now? Yeah, so it's got um, essentially the most important kind of domestic races of the year. So um, those being, for me, uh, the British Cross Country um, National Championships, and okay. then the week, the weekend after that is the uh, Marathon National Championships. So mm-hmm. got the Cross Country, which is typically an hour and a half, hour forty-five, and then um, I think the Marathon might even be up to sort of five, five and a half hours. Okay. Um, so that will be uh, quite quite a test of my endurance, I, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereabouts are they taking place? Uh, so uh, the cross country event is at Cannock Chase mm-hmm. um, in Staffordshire, mm-hmm. and the marathon is actually on the Isle of Man. Ah, cool. So uh, that will be the first time that I've uh, that I've headed out there. Yeah. Are, are there decent trails out in Isle of Man, or is it mostly just uh, kind of linked together walking trails? Yeah, I. Th- I've- like I say, I haven't been and I, I, mm. I uh, keep meaning to sort of have a look and to do a bit of research into what's there. But um, as far as I know, they, they've held some really good um, marathon races there in the past. Um, actually, I imagine on the same course that we'll be racing on. And um, one of the athletes that I coach is a cross country racer and he lives on the Isle of Man. And he's always telling me that there's there's loads of really good trails and uh, he doesn't seem to have to go far from his house to find uh, some good forests and nature reserves and stuff like that so I, i'm fairly uh fairly certain there's some good good riding on the island yeah yeah i it's somewhere i've quite fancied heading out to actually as well just to check out the place and yeah um i, I hadn't thought about taking a mountain bike to be honest i just quite enjoy taking a wee trips across to the islands around the uk and it's one yeah. of the more northerly ones so it's not as as huge a drive as uh that isle of white which is the last no. one we visited <laughs> which was ridiculous the full That's length of the uk away. for us um, so yeah, I'd have to get across there sometime. Uh, how, uh, what's your, um, what's your aim for those two then? You've got, are you, you've told me before, are you kind of more marathon, um, you think that's your sort of expertise or am I picking, am I getting that wrong? Uh, I think cross country is generally my ex, uh, right. what, I, what I'm best at. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have done a few, um, I, I've done a few marathons and I went to the world championships last right. year, yeah, yeah. um, I didn't finish that race, I, unfortunately. So you've but, mentioned them a fair bit, yeah. So, yeah but it's yeah. more across countries your thing, but the marathons are worth doing because you still get points for them, don't you, for the UCI? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, and it's just another, it's, it's slightly, I mean, it takes on a lot of the same characteristics of cross country. It's just slightly less intense and just more drawn out. But yeah, for, yeah. for all intents and purposes, it's quite quite similar. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah I think uh, in terms of my aims, I think, for the cross country national champs definitely a top three is my aim mm-hmm. um just try and get as close to first place as possible mm. and then um marathon if i have a good day um 
I would definitely be going for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but it's just it's a bit of an unknown with it being that that long. And uh, sometimes you can sort of conk out two 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 and a half <laughs> hours in, and sometimes you can have a good day and feel fine right to the right to the end. So. Yeah. Uh, bit of a lottery with that one really yeah yeah are they ones that generally attract uh, foreign riders or are they quite uk focused yeah so these ones are only open to uk riders oh, actually just been right, national okay. championships so yeah oh, on sorry that, yeah that was a stupid question <laughs> no it's it, well, it's it's flipping confusing when there's like national <laughs> points series and national championships and and all yeah. this sort of stuff but yeah on that same weekend there'll be i think basically every country has their national championships yeah, really? um right. so yeah there'll be uh, a lot of races going on that that weekend yeah, yeah. but um yeah just open to the uk just nationals UK. so who yeah. are your kind of main competitors in right now in the uk racing scene who, who's going to be that top five yeah, so there's quite quite a few actually. There's um, obviously uh, our our lead our sort of nation's leading rider is Grant Grant Ferguson from uh, from Scotland. He's a current national champion. He's on a you know full full World Cup team um, and British cycling supported and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a few uh, there's a few actually there's a few um, British cyclists other other British cycling supported riders. Most of those are you under twenty three, so they'll probably be in the under twenty three race. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's quite a few. Um, there's probably um, you know six or seven guys that could challenge for that sort of top top five, um, mm-hmm. depending on who has a good day, who has a bit of luck on their side, and uh, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah, but but Grant Grant is the um, is the probably undisputed best sort of right. cross country rider in the UK. He went yeah. to the Olympics to to Rio and um, and that yeah. kind of thing. So, have you have you beat him in a race? Uh, I came close to beating him at the World Championships in Andorra. Yeah, okay. um, he was on. He was having a bad day. It was pretty clear. <laughs> um, it was uh, it was at altitude as well, and it was the end of a kind of long season. But right. I was I was ahead of him um, in the World Cup um, mm. up in Andorra. Yeah, but my uh, ch- chain snapped before oh, before the uh, I think second to last lap or something. Really? So that ended in a DNF, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But. Um, <laughs> And then actually at the last sort of British national race, we're in a group of group of six, um, group of six or seven um, for most of the race. And Grant yeah. Grant broke away kind of with two laps to go. But mm. we were right, you know, right behind each other um, for most of that race. And uh, the last one at Dolby Forest as well was pretty close. So right. yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm getting closer. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, maybe the national championships is your day. Yeah, with a bit with a bit of luck on my side, and uh, if I get get the training plan right, and uh, yeah. maybe Grant doesn't have so much good luck or something <laughs> like that, maybe uh, a sneak in there. <laughs> good stuff. Well, good luck with it. Um, yeah, is, there, is there a way to follow that one online? Uh, there should be. Um, I'm sure there's live. There'll be live updates sort of from British Cycling. Uh, okay. um, yeah. Fortunately, it's not not televised or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a live feed somewhere. Yeah, so. maybe the British Cycling website or something. There'll yeah, be, exactly. Uh, somebody live tweeting it or or live That's reporting it. Yeah. it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll I'll dig that out and yeah. uh, pop it in the show notes. Yeah, that'd be good. What date is that again? So people know. Uh, that is the 23rd of July. Cool, 23rd of July. So if you want to follow Tom Racing in the National Championships, pop along to... Well, yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, a link in the show notes if we can find one, um, which you can find over at mountainbikesapart.com forward slash 309 for uh, episode nine of series three. 
All right. Um, let's get on to a question then. I think this is a good one here. Um, and one that I think we've talked about some parts of it, but let's, um, here, I'll jump into it and you can see what you think. So this is from Michael Janssen and he says, uh, I love running in the woods, but can't anymore because of my back. I just took up mountain biking this spring to supplement hiking for enjoyment and exercise. I'm in decent shape now, but still a bit overweight. I haven't changed my diet much. I've been choosing to start with exercise first and then tune my eating. Uh, my wife and I have a history of doing unsustainable cleanses and other diets where we lose weight and then get it back quickly. So I'm being careful with how I change my diet initially. So that history aside, I'm finding that after intense rides, I'm exhausted for a couple of days and I feel like I'm not eating the right things. I know I'm getting enough fat, but not sure about carbs. I'm not looking to lose weight initially. I just want to find a healthy groove where I'm eating what I need to to remain active and not unnecessarily stress my body because I'm not eating enough of something. I figured I'll tweak it for weight loss once I get that part under control. Any pointers on what to eat to sustain actively active mountain biking? So it feels like that's it. That's the question. Thanks very much, uh, Michael, for that. Really good one. Uh, so it feels like, Tom, the question, there's a couple of questions here, one of which first is post-ride eating. How do you read eat after a ride to make sure you're recovering quick enough that you're not yeah. going to be exhausted for days? Um, maybe just some general, like how, uh, how maybe how you um, eat regularly just to make sure that you've always got decent energy, you're not up and down a lot. Maybe even some pre-ride as well, just because yeah. I'd imagine that's a big... Um, that's not something I know a whole lot about, but I imagine that's a big factor as well and being able to recover quickly. So uh, what about that? Just, yeah, pre and post ride first then. What what do you generally go for? Yeah, so I mean, a lot of people take sort of supplements, recovery supplements and stuff after, um, after uh, an intense ride or a long ride or just any sort of ride to recover. Yeah. And gen- generally they're protein focused just because that they're the kind, you know, the amino acids are kind of the building blocks that repair the muscles and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, I mean, they're just for convenience, really. You can get you can get the same protein um, from normal foods. It's just yeah. obviously if you're darting to the office and you've got no time to make a meal or something like that, then a, some sort of shake is uh, is is a convenience food. It's not yeah. definitely not something that's um, that's mandatory. And um, just having a normal meal um, will get you the same same nutrients and same protein and yeah. carbohydrates and everything like that. So I don't tend to use supplements just because um, I'm actually a vegan. So I don't eat any meat or uh, any animal products at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so sort of most of the time, the protein shakes are whey based. Yeah, so um, yeah. don't really use those. But I just make sure that as soon as I come in, I have some kind of a uh, high glycemic meal that has a fair amount of carbohydrates because that's the primary fuel that you're using, especially mm-hmm. in intense exercise. So that's kind of what you need to replenish as well as some, you know, some protein. People go mental about protein and uh, think that the more the better. But to be honest, your body's got a, a fairly limited need for protein. You just need to have enough to uh, to sort of facilitate all that uh, muscle repair and everything else. Yeah. So. Um, to be honest, simple meals, just like a bowl of cereal, some kind of cereal, maybe with a bit of um, banana or fruit on there is a great recovery meal that covers all kind of bases of fat, protein and carbohydrates. Um, so something like porridge, for instance, with some banana or something like that, um, is a good way to go. And then, like I say, a shake, maybe if you're, if you're really struggling to make some sort of meal, um, yeah, yeah, I tend uh, to go with, uh, after I ride, I quite often come home and have um, a smoothie. I've just got a, a little yeah. 18 quid, um, I think it was, quite cheap 
blender which has got the the cup goes in the top it's like you know the nutri yeah the uh, nutri bullet, bullet yeah, type I've thing got one as well <laughs> well they got they cost a, a they cost quite a bit though don't they They're like 80 quid or something for the official nutri bullet but uh, yeah. <laughs> i found one by um kenwood or something like that for 18 quid which mm-hmm. is basically the same thing put the cup on the top so you're just drinking straight out of it and i always i stick um just really easy to stick a banana in there, um, an apple, a carrot, some spinach, uh, some almond milk, and blend that up. And that's actually, I mean, because of the the banana and the apple, there's a fair bit of carbs in there. There's loads of, I mean, there's a fair bit of sugar in there from the fruit too. But just um, some, you know, uh, good repair fuel and stuff through the spinach. And um, and I put in, sometimes put in some oats as well, actually, just for a bit of yeah, energy. Definitely. I find that that's maybe, I mean, Michael's question here, Michael, if you're listening, hopefully you're, it's, it sounds like if you're exhausted for days afterwards, you're possibly not, yeah, you're not getting your, your carb stores back in, are you? So things like maybe some added oats or, or the banana as well is great for that. Maybe just to sort of recharge okay. that. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, that, that does, that always does really well for me. And like, yeah, like you're saying, Tom, just a normal, normal sort of healthy food just should be plenty enough. So I'm wondering, I mean, is there any other reason why somebody would be, particularly tired after a long ride i mean is there anything like i don't know i'm just trying to think um sort of i, I wonder if he's thinking about sort of post-ride pain and stuff like that as well because i mean if mm. you get, if you get really sore legs and sore back and stuff like that then that can make you feel tired and weary and stuff like that but yeah is there, what's the sort of easiest way to get past that if that's someone that's causing it yeah, like you like you say, Colin. It's um, it's a distinction between because sometimes if you do you do a really long or really hard ride, no amount of you know you could eat everything you're supposed to do and follow all the best practices, and you're still going to have sore legs. It's yeah, um, yeah, that's just you can't sometimes get around that. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. So sometimes I guess it's maybe just doing too much. So maybe just uh, thinking more in terms of consistency with your riding. So not doing as much on a per day basis, um, but make it but that will allow you to then do a ride the next day and the next day, which um, if you can ride, say, an hour to two hours every day, that's better than kind of yeah. doing four hours and then having to take sort of three or four days yeah, off absolutely. kind of yeah. thing um, in terms of fitness progression and that kind of thing. And yeah. then the other thing that maybe uh, that sort of came to mind is whether uh, he's eating enough. So yeah. if he's yeah. um, not replacing those calories over the sort of next few days and just falling into too much of a calorie deficit yeah, then that yeah. could definitely leave you um feeling tired and not not recovering properly yeah yeah especially if he's talking about um the weight loss aspect as well and i know i know yeah. michael you mentioned you're not thinking directly about weight loss right now but it's maybe a a subconscious thing almost that maybe maybe yeah he's not getting quite enough in the stuff like if you want to be remain healthy with that like nuts i always find nuts a really good way to mm-hmm. to snack and not like overeat or not eat unhealthy stuff because they feel really filling like just a, a bag of almonds i go to um uh, to Lidl and get big bags of almonds because they've got yeah. loads of nuts there that don't cost too much. Um, so I've always got them as a wee healthy snack that tends to get some calories in tasty wise as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's a good, that's, yeah, that's a good one. And um, to be honest, I mean, if, uh, if Michael's thinking about kind of weight loss, it's more, it's certainly more about actually focusing on what you're eating rather than the mm. quantities. Because if you're eating, um, you know, fruits, vegetables, um, and just healthy, healthy foods. You can basically eat as much of, as you want of that because you never, you're never gonna, you never hear of someone overeating carrots or overeating <laughs> broccoli or over, yes. you know. Uh, I guess if you just focus on fruit, sometimes people 
might overeat with that. But again, yeah, it's all yeah. good food and it's all fuel fuel for your body. It's, yeah. it's, it's really easy to overeat blocks of chocolate or fatty foods <laughs> and that kind of thing, but it's quite hard to overeat the stuff that's healthy. So yeah. you can essentially eat what you want of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you focus on actually what you're eating rather than limiting calories of bad foods because yeah. if if you're if you're not eating great and then you cut the calories of those you're essentially just getting less nutrients than you were before you know less good stuff than you were getting before um and if you if you under eat for too long all you're going to do is your body's going to get used to um storing fat better because it goes right we're starving here we need mm. to get better at storing fat so that w when you then eventually start eating properly again which you'll have to do because you can't starve yourself <laughs> indefinitely yeah. um then you just put more weight back on yeah. so um yeah. it's definitely more about focusing on the right foods rather than um restricting certain things yeah yeah absolutely i mean what do you think about the whole uh fruit question because i've i've seen i've done a, a fair bit of reading on um diet and eating and stuff over the last yeah. couple of years and there's a lot of a lot of kind of well-respected people that have um done research in area and stuff could mm -hmm. say that fruit is not half as good for us as, i mean there's a lot of sugar in fruit that's basically what it comes down to there's a lot of fructose yeah. in there um and uh, a lot of people claim that actually that outweighs the benefits of the um the good stuff that's in there because there's obviously lots of vitamins and stuff like that as well yeah yeah what, what are your thoughts on it uh my my thoughts on it i eat very very high carbohydrate and keep yeah. fat and and protein fairly low right um okay. so I, yeah. I eat loads of fruit and yeah. um my my view on it is that you know that obviously if you just ate table sugar, then you're not getting any sort of nutritional value whatsoever. Yes. Whereas yeah. with fruit, you've got the fiber element, which slows down, um, you know, the absorption of sugar into yeah, the blood yeah. and, um, and then all the nutrients like you mentioned, Colin, as well, that come with it. And, um, to, you know, if you're, if you're an active person and you're like Michael is and, and like yeah. we are, then, um, that, that sugar from fruit is what you can then use to, to go for a, an intense ride or do all yeah. this exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, and, and like I said, it's really, it is really hard to overeat fruit. If you just drank gallons of fruit juice, then maybe that's a way to do it. But, yeah. um, yeah. it's, you, yes. you never hear of people overeating fruit. And, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> whereas like, you know, the, 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 the alternative is to eat, you know, if you've got a set amount of calories to eat, and you eat that with fruit, the, you know, or you don't eat that with fruit, the other, what are you going to sort of replace those calories <laughs> with? And typically they're going to be high fat, um, high fat foods, which, yeah. uh, yeah, I just don't I'm think anyone worse. thinks are particularly healthy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I totally um, agree. I think, I think, um, yeah, you wouldn't want to only eat fruit, but if you're mixing it in with, uh, I mean, the way I see it is you've got to have the mix of the colors. That's so a good guide, yeah, I think. So you've is. got, you've got your fruit, but you've also got, um, greens in there, for example, which are really good to get in there. Carrots too. So that's a different color usually. Uh, and that's why I talk about my, the smoothies that I make. I definitely put some, um, spinach in there because I think that helps. And the oats, um, some of the carbs in there helps to slow down the glycemic response from all the sugars, from the banana and the cat and the apples and stuff like that. But like you say, the, f the fiber of the apple as well, that helps for that too. So, Ooh. yeah, I mean, I think it all mixes together. The other thing I sometimes put in actually in my smoothies and meals in general is, um, 
uh, flaxseed, uh, mm. which is really good. I don't know if this might make a difference, Michael, but it helps me the fact that you're getting your omega-3s in there as well without having to eat loads of fish. And that helps me from a, I don't know, I, I feel like I've tested it a few times over the last few years and I feel like when I'm getting my omega-3 in, um, oily stuff, whether it's oily fish or flaxseed or whatever, I get less pain after a ride. I don't know if it's uh, like it's supposed to have an effect on your joints and help you sort mm. of stay lubricated almost. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that t- makes a difference. It seems to help me though. Yeah, I think, well, like you said as well, Colin, I think the um, the the sort of fat element from the flaxseed as well will mm. slow down that glycemic response so you're yeah. not getting hunger pangs all the time. And um, and yeah, the, the ratio of omega, th- it's the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6, I think is the most important yeah. thing. Right, um, okay. one, of the, one of them is really easy to get. The other one's pretty difficult to get. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Um, yeah, so there's there's that element, yeah. But yeah. The, that smoothie that you mentioned is basically, I think, sort of textbook recovery food um it has kind of everything you'd need in there and that's a that's a really good good way for maybe michael or anyone else to uh to recover sort of straight after a ride you know within that 30 minute window yeah, um, yeah. that they talk about that where your sort of cells and bodies most receptive to to getting that sort of nourishment yeah. back yeah perfect okay i think that'll do it unless you have any any final comments or anything or do you think we've covered it all uh, I think, yeah, I think that's uh, that, that's all right from my perspective. <laughs> just to say as well, I mean, we're uh, neither of us are nutritional experts. Obviously, it's just all going no. by experience. So worthwhile going out there and having a chat with somebody who actually knows their stuff about this, um, yes, especially if you're looking at weight loss and stuff like that, Michael. So uh, yeah, make sure you're uh, asking experts, which we are certainly not. <laughs> we can talk from experience, <laughs> no. but um, yeah, this is what works for us, I suppose. Um, it doesn't naturally translate to anyone else. So just to say that as well but hope that helps Michael I uh, hope it gives you some tips anyway and you can start to um, to start to feel a bit more energetic constantly and get out on the bike even more often um, I feel like as well once you start doing that once you start eating like that getting out on the bike regularly the weight loss stuff will take care of itself you don't even need to to um to optimize for that i think anyway so no, that's what i was going to say i think yeah. they're one in the same once you start eating the right foods um you, you don't have to worry about counting calories or anything like this and yeah. um and it all it all falls into place and it's not something that, that you have to worry about i think focusing on weight loss uh only is quite quite dangerous because yeah. there's you know, you could be, uh, the, f- the thing that everyone says is, you know, you could cut your arm off and that would be the best way to, uh, to lose weight, but it's not, uh, it's not obviously not the, the healthiest or optimal way to do it. Yeah. So, um, just, just focusing. And, and also I, I sometimes use, um, uh, Tanita scales, so a body fat, um, measurement. So you can make sure that you're not the, the weight loss. If you do have some weight loss, that it's not kind of coming off of your muscles mm. and it's, uh, it's, it's the fat that's going. So that's yeah. another little tip maybe Great. to just, uh, have some kind of quantitative measure to that, to that weight loss, which might sort of keep you on track a bit yeah, more as well. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Thanks very much. All right. I hope that helped, Michael. Uh, anyone else who's out there, if you're listening, you have a question for us, send it in to colin at mountainbikesapart.com. Email me there. You can also email me any audio files. We'd love to get some voice questions. So record it on your smartphone, voice recorder app. Send it to me via email, colin at mountainbikesapart.com. Or you can send us a quick ones, quick questions to the podcast host, which is me. And Tom is by Tom Bell. Alrighty, well, good luck with those races, Tom. Um, you've got a wee while to the national champs, don't you? But uh, the when did you say the marathon was? 
Uh, it's actually the week weekend after that race, so oh, it's okay. uh, 30th of July. So you've got yeah. a few weeks away for them at least. But uh, I do, yeah. A bit of time to get some training yeah, in and yeah. uh, maybe a bit of local racing as well. Good stuff. I'll well, hopefully talk to you before those races then. We can uh, catch up again before then. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Thanks for your time. And we'll talk to you on the next episode.